стадиум Джункис. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Extra Time. I'm your host, Tony Lopez, and alongside me, my co-host, comrade and colleague, Sergio Gonzalez. Sergio, uh, let's put some prayers out for Tua. Yeah, prayers out for Tua, man. That injury looks so bad. Um, just the way his body just locked up, it was just a, ser- it was a scary sight. I hope he's all right. Like, we were going to start this week out with, like, Cowboys talk. But we just watched the Thursday night football game. Cincinnati beat Miami, which honestly, if Tua wouldn't have got a hurt, that's not what I thought was going to happen. Same. I I know Cincinnati had the cleanest, the cleanest uniforms in the NFL on, uh, and if anybody argues that, they are they're stupid. Hey, and props to the crowd, man, for doing the whiteout. It, literally, that entire stadium was white. It, was, it, it looked was, like a college atmosphere in that ass. stadium. It was like Penn State type shit. Dude. I was like, yo, this is wild. And they're going to do that one more time this year, too? I'm like, yeah, I'm ready for it. Okay. Yeah. Um, Who are they doing that against, you know? Uh, I, I don't know. If I think it's later in the year. Like, no, later in the year. Game. But from what I understand, uh, Tua – Okay, he got he got sacked pretty badly um, to, to the point where you could tell. I saw this replay one time, and dude got spiked on his head. Dude, it looked bad. And, I, and I'm a professional wrestling fan, so when I see that, uh, it's only one of two things. Either really, really bad concussion or, oh, God, his neck. Right. Man, no, seriously, dude. It, it, like the way you just slammed it, you, you could just tell, like, oh, just in slow motion and everything. It's just, oh, dude. His arms tensed up. His fingers were literally throwing gang signs up. And I don't mean that as a joke, but it like no, like shit. Jenny. It was like, one of the scariest moments. Hyperbole. Like. It really was. Me and Chris didn't know what to say. Actually, we were watching it together right now. I'm I'm actually really glad I didn't see that moment. I saw the second half fully. I he saw it live. I didn't then see it live uh, at all. He walked away and actually saw the slow motion replay. Why were they showing replays? I don't know. I don't tell you, but they were like multiple, dude. God damn, Amazon! I don't care how many camera angles you have. Haven't we Literally, learned? Though. Haven't we learned? Usually they're pretty good about that. About, you know, once a player is like, if a player is severely hurt, they just cut to a commercial break or they talk about something else. Now they're sharing like replay of like two a seizing up in slow motion. It was wild. Yeah. It's like, don't show that. Like, it's, yeah. the, same, it's the same respect of like, it wasn't classy. If, it definitely wasn't classy. You got to have the same respect, like, as if when somebody breaks their ankle the way they've been getting broken recently, like with Trey Lance. I didn't see a replay of that. Somebody, they just cut away from that immediately. I still don't, I don't think I've seen the play at all when, when he broke his ankle. All, all I know is, you know what? That's a good point. I don't think I have either. I, at all, I haven't seen one fucking replay. It 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 doesn't make sense. Not like it bugs me. It really bugs me in this situation that they don't do that. And this is I'm not look. 
the networks know better. Amazon, this is their first time dealing with an injury like this, the serious. I don't think they knew. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think that's, I think that's a part of it, to be honest. The brand new crew, probably brand new production crew, probably still getting used to things. And they probably thought, you know, like, hey, this is very significant to the game. This could change the way the, the rest of the game plays out. So, mm-hmm. what happened on this injury? What happened on this play? Right. So, I guess they're trying to do anything fundamentally, which you do on a big play. Right. But just, Obviously, that's the opposite of what they should have done. Yeah. But otherwise, this game was it was very one-sided, um, especially in the second half. Oh, when that second half was going, Cincinnati took control, and it, it actually took more control defensively more than anything. Turnovers played key factors, and... Sergio- no, that... that- at the end was just a killer me and uh chris had some money on the dolphins covering and our hearts just sank when we just saw that interception get taken back all the way to the Dolphins' side of the territory it was just oh it was such a brutal way to lose money now was i wrong in seeing that uh mcpherson hit a 64 yard field goal on this game it wasn't a i don't think it was a 64 yarder but he, he, it was a long one it was definitely. I, I heard Al Michaels multiple times, multiple times say sixty-four yards. I'm not and I sure. Like, and I felt like, nah, right? Like, nah. What's What's wild is a few years ago that would have broke the NFL record. But if it wasn't for Justin Tucker last season, what a G! <laughs> like barely making it indoors of all places too. What a literal G, man! Yeah, man. And it still looked McPherson still looked like he had room. Um, no, no, no. Actually, no, no. You know what it was? It was a 57 or a 59 yarder, but it could have been good for 64. Oh, okay, okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's what it was. Okay. Uh, but still, though, Matt, what a piece of a kicker. Like to just to have that weapon on your team, it does change the game. It does. And now we got. Also, one more thing on the uh, the Tua thing uh, is the NFL's Players Association is really going to be um, – they're really, really investigating the Dolphins now. They're going to make sure um, ain't nothing wrong going here. Um, I'll be honest. I'd be very surprised if no one gets sued at the end of this. Oh, yeah. I mean, look, Steven um, – whatever whatever his uh, his name is, the owner in Miami, he's already – He's been fined already by the league just because for of tampering, uh, for tampering and trying to get Tom Brady of it's all not people. Be a good look. And um, yeah, it's not going to be good. But the original topic that we have in like if you in our notes is Miami for real at this point. No, uh, especially since we do not know when to us to us coming back and. We know two is coming back, and we don't know how good Teddy is going to be able to carry this offense. And I don't think he just has the arm talent to really take this offense to another level. I mean, Teddy barely. There was that one throw he threw downfield to Tyreek Hill, and he put his whole ass into that throw. Yeah. I, I just don't know how they can keep that up. Um, but I now, for certain... Have Buffalo winning this division 
No if, answer, buts. No, now, yeah, now for sure. Yeah, because New England is, is terrible, especially since they lost Mike Jones. The Jets are the Jets, you know. No, no, no need to go any further than that. I mean, and look, of course, they, they've been playing Miami, good football. Let's be real. Hold on. They've been playing good football, but, you, but like, um, when the dust is settled, when the season, you know, when it's week 18, we're going to see that at best they're going to be a five win team. Exactly. Let's, exactly. Just keep it a, let's just keep it a buck, though. Let's keep it a buck. And now, of course, Miami, I just feel bad for them, man. And let's be real. Tua. Man, I just want him to be better because he keeps getting hurt and it's it's risking more opportunities for him. I, I know it shouldn't be the first thing that you think about with this, but Sergio, I swear, if Tua doesn't come back and kill this league, I don't, I don't know. I mean, hey, man, me and Chris were both talking about it when we saw the injury. I kind of asked Chris, like, hey, man, did we just see the last time Tua played football? I, I don't think so. I don't think and, so. I mean, I mean, now hearing that he's, I guess, like going back with the team, which is miraculous because genuinely looking at it live, it, it felt like it, it looked it was, horrible. It looks, it looked terrible. I just, I just don't know. Now, I, the Dolphins gotta be lucky that he's not like severely damaged or anything. Yeah, or like we haven't, we don't even know what kind of. We really don't know yet. But. We don't know if there's any neck damage. I mean, but the fact that I guess he's like moving around and talking, like it's obviously, yeah. it obviously like his brain didn't shut down, which is good. Exactly. Now, well, you know what? We again, we're Cowboys fans. We need to talk about the Cowboys, and you know 100%. what? How how good Cooper Clutch is looking out here? Jesus Christ, man! Cooper hey, man, for Clutch, a ginger, man. Right, ginger plays with a lot of soul. You feel me? Yeah, oh my god, man. Brother, like he put all the spices on his uh freaking chicken. Come on now. Come on man, now. He he know what he's doing. Let man. Rush he know cook. what he doing. Nah, fuck let let Russ cook, man. Let Rush cook, you feel me? Yeah, and also like am I am I wrong in saying that like uh we may if he keeps playing like this, we may have a little bit of a QB controversy on our hands. <sighs> You know what? Actually, you know what? Actually, it becomes a controversy if we beat Washington and we beat the Rams. I feel like if we beat the Rams in rush, okay, that's when you might have to start asking questions. Well, the thing is, aren't the Cowboys looking at bringing Dak back for the Rams game? See, yes, that's the thing. Well, at least that's what's reported right now. But who knows? What if he gets an aggravated swelling? What if whatever, right? And Cooper Rush has a chance to play that game too. Who knows? But overall, though, but realistically speaking, though, I think Dak's a man. I just feel like you know Cooper just knows the offense. I feel like he's just taking advantage of this opportunity to try to mm-hmm. maybe get a good payday for the future as a backup quarterback elsewhere, or maybe potentially even a starter. But no, nah, Dak's a guy. Dak is still the guy. I still believe in Dak. Um, I just feel like this period of time, though, where Dak's been hurt, I feel like it's just reinforced Kellen Moore to remember, hey, man, that's right. I do have Ezekiel Elliott, and I do have Tony Pollard. Maybe I should run the ball more or be more creative with, like, you know, doing some jailbreak screens or pitches to the outside to really just get this running game going. And that running game looked really good on Monday. Like, the, the, hole, the holes that the injury depleted line was give like opening up, especially when um, McGovern went down for that little bit. 
and yeah. they put in Peters. I was like, first off, you're putting that big ass motherfucker at guard. The last time we had a dude that big playing guard, his name was Larry Allen. <laughs> right, no shit, man. And Larry Allen was, in my opinion, the greatest offensive lineman to ever play the game of football. My opinion, personally. Yeah, I, re- I second that. And also, like, no doubt, the strongest. Right. Wasn't he, didn't he bench the most bench presses, whatever, at the yeah. Pro Bowl? Yeah, when they had that, like, bench press competition at the Pro Bowl, he just smoked Smashed it, everybody. right? Like, yeah. damn, and, and what the wild part was, that was in his last season. Are you serious? I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah, that was his last season because he was playing with San Francisco his last season. And I was just like, you're still like this? Holy fuck. That's crazy. But no, when Peters got in, immediately holes opened up. And I have never seen Tony Pollard or Ezekiel Elliott run as far as they did all season. Oh, no, yeah, that was different. I feel that I kind of want Jason Peters to kind of stay there. Oh, I would love it. You know what? But I will be real. Um, you know, Jason Peters is there for a reason. He is 40 years old. We, if we need him, we need him. And if we need That's to put, true, like, too. if we need to make packages just to bring his ass on the field, let's do it. Um, now, CD Lamb is starting to step up. He needed that touchdown. He really that drive, that drive that led up to that touchdown. He needed that to kind of remind everyone that he is a number one wide receiver. Because it, if we lose that game, or he mm-hmm. doesn't really make a big impact on the game, we would like we win without him. There'd be kind of question marks surrounding CD. And let's not forget about the Sports Center top top ten play that he did for the touchdown. Oh, that's what I'm saying though. Like the left-handed catch, like the left-handed touchdown catch, changed the entire narrative about his performance on Monday night. Literally, that's the thing. It was a left-handed catch. That that's it made it so hard. Me and Chris freaked out. We were like jumping around in our apartment lobby, dude. That shit was lit. And I was sitting there looking at it like, oh my god, because I I had. Uh, I, our friend Jeff on the phone, who is also my co-host on another podcast. I had him on the phone when he caught that. And I was like, dude, what the fuck? In genuine shock that he actually made that catch. It was unreal. It was literally unreal. And like the literally, ironically, the first immediate thought was, fuck you, Odell. We have another prime time catch in New York, bitch. (laughs) Literally. That's the first thing I thought of. I was like, fuck it. I'm glad it was our dude too. You know what? I, the first thing I thought of after we won this game, what? Man, we got out of there without an injury. Facts, though, right? Man, maybe you just keep getting injured left and right. I feel man, like, hey. it's it's MetLife Stadium because somebody's always getting hurt there, always. And I don't understand. It's the same issue they had two seasons ago when San Francisco was in New York for two weeks and lost their entire team. Pretty much, that was insane. I do remember that. That was, I think, that was probably the wildest day of injuries I've ever seen in my life. And I, like I, two star defensive linemen for the Niners got hurt in the same game. Like what? And then Garoppolo got hurt. Running backs got hurt. Receivers got hurt. I know Debo yeah. was out for a few weeks. Um, oh my god, it was the worst. Was it because of the turf or like what's up? Literally the turf because all of them were like mainly non-contact injuries. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, and. I don't trust New York. 
Now, would I love to go see an event there that's not football? Yes, absolutely. I think the stadium is cool. But would I want to go see a football game? Because No, because I don't want to see anybody get hurt. Right, I feel that. But, look, we got the win this week. To be real with you, I don't even know who we play this week. Oh, we play Washington and Dallas, dude. Oh, we got the commies this week? I got the commies this week, yep. Oh, boo. Oh. I like the matchup. Actually, I feel like that favors us, given the current circumstances. I mean, think about this. Philadelphia sacked Carson Wentz nine times last week. I want to see what that D-line does, dude. And Dallas currently leads the league in most sacks by a team. We're going to kill Carson Wentz. We are going to kill Carson Wentz, especially when they don't know where Micah Parsons is coming from. Especially with oh, especially if they line up Tank and Mike Mike on the same side. Oh man, it's gonna be brutal for them. I'm actually really looking. I am very impressed with how good this Dallas defense is playing. I was not anticipating that going into the season. I think the one thing I'm worried about in that game is like chance plays, as in. Yeah, like if Scary Terry does like a stupid touchdown or something. Yeah, or, something like yeah. that. And I I hate or fluke that. shit, like fluke shit. Yeah, I know I know what you mean. Like Antonio Gibson all of a sudden getting like a thirty-five yard run or some bullshit. I'm like, well, we could you could give up gashy plays as long as we just no 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 no. no, no. And I mean like thirty-five to the end zone. Oh, to the end zone, kind of like the Saquon. Honestly, when Saquon got that Teddy kisses, oh man, I was like, I was like God dog, we do that too often. But hey, you know what? Trayvon got an interception. Hey, that was cool to see. Yes, I agree. That was awesome to see. I was so glad he got that. He needed that. Now, look, can we talk about the worst game of the week? Let's go ahead. Oh, my God. What is going on with the Broncos? What in the (laughs) fuck is this? I have been bitching and bitching and bitching. Hey, you can see it that way, too. You can also see what the hell's wrong with the Niners. No, but for real, though, it's the first three weeks of the season prove that uh, Nathaniel Hackett is not a good head coach. Oh, no, he's a bum. He's he's a scrub. He's a scrub. He is the reason why I want to hire a defensive coach first. Like, genuinely. Like, I love Sean McVay. I love Kyle Shanahan. I love guys like that. But Nathaniel Hackett's the reason I want to co- uh, hire a fucking D.C. As a, as a head coach before an O.C. Oh, he don't, has, you, don't you mean the opposite? Wouldn't you want an OC? No, I want I want a DC first. Want I want a a, I want a DC as a head coach because I don't I don't want anybody because Nathaniel Hackett was an offensive coordinator. Oh, okay. I see. I see. I don't want that anymore. He's the reason I don't want it now. Hey man, I feel like I feel like it depends, right? Like I feel like there's certain OCs I would be pretty badass, but but specific, specifically Nathaniel Hackett, though, nah, he's a bum, dude. He lost all my confidence in week one with that horrible clock management against the Seahawks. That shit was terrible, awful. Make Mike McCarthy look like a fucking genius, type shit. How do you lose a game? How do you win a game, ten to eleven? How do you? How do you? How do you look so bad, so terrible? And you and won. Great about to win, yeah. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like the Broncos looked horrible, terrible. The Jets probably could have beat them, but then I they mean, still beat the Niners. Think about it. 
and it boggles no me. About that enough. And I, it boggles me because, like, the Broncos actually have wins on their record. And, yet to, and yet, to me, they're still the worst team in the league. <laughs> I understand that. I understand that. Think about this. A team in the division is winless. And they're the only team that doesn't have a win in the league. And I'm talking about the Vegas Raiders. That's what I'm saying, though, man. Like, the Raiders, if they don't win this week, panic button. Are they playing the Broncos this week? You know what? Yeah, they are, actually. Ironically. <laughs> you really couldn't. You really couldn't. Man, the, the NFL scriptwriters are fucking crazy, dude. Bro, let me see what that At is. Las <laughs> Vegas. At Las Vegas, Vegas oh Raiders my. are two and a half fucking favorites, dude. Bro, I'm taking that. I'm taking that, bro. Fuck you, me. Holy I'm taking that. Holy shit. Hey, I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna make a new quote for Russell Wilson real quick. Broncos country, let's cry. Let's cry. Because right. it's so bad. Like, and I feel I honestly feel bad for Russ. As much shit as all of his former teammates are talking to him, this is not a situation you go into, and you have weapons. It's just your coach is not allowing you to do anything. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I think, I think, the Broncos just need to just rely more on being more pragmatic, or just keep going back down back to the basics. Ironically, I feel like they're doing they're doing dumb plays as far as they're not really letting Russ settle into the offense. I feel like if they did a couple more running plays, they try to incorporate the running game more into their system, mm-hmm. and maybe you know try to do a bootleg play action because that's where Russell Wilson I feel is the most dangerous. Is setting up the play action, using his legs to scramble outside the pocket and make a play with his arm. And they but, literally have not seen that once. Exactly. They're, they're trying to make Russell Wilson kind of like a just a pocket passing quarterback. That's not him. I think Russell Wilson is a good quarterback. Jacob hates that motherfucker for some reason. I don't know why. But I think Russell Wilson is serviceable, but given around the fact that you have to build the scheme around him. And that's how a lot of quarterbacks are, but it's just not working right now. I, I will I will say my opinion right now. Right now, Russell Wilson is as washed as Russell Westbrook. Ooh. I just don't think it, if your name is Russell, um do not play sports right now. And yes, I'm including Russell Gage. I'm sorry. Even Russell Gage, what do you gotta do with this? I don't know. He's just he's just in it. <laughs> he's really not in it, but he's in it. Um, now now San Francisco. This was just a bad week. Um, because last week they proved they could do some things with Jimmy G. G- the week before, man, prayers up to Trey Lance. I hope he's going to be okay. Seriously. But this week, they just weren't ready. They were not ready. The Broncos' defense played hella good. Randy Gregory scaring the shit out of Jimmy Garoppolo to the point where he ran through the back of the end zone. Yeah. It was pretty bad. And you got Debo. Okay, I I guess that's the thing that I don't get is... You would if it almost watching that game, watching that Sunday night game. Well, I'll be honest, I only watched like a little bit. It was boring as hell. But from what I did watch, 
It was like week two never happens. I swear at, to you. At swear all. to you. Like, like they, because it really, you know what it felt like to me on week two, watching week two happen? It was like, oh shit. It looks like the Niners got back to a guy, a guy they know how to win with, a guy they know how to like, you know, just fundamental shit of just carrying that to the playoffs. They looked fucking dog shit, dude. Dog shit, dude. I don't know how. I have no idea how good that team is going to be. I'll be honest. Hopefully they bounce back this week because let me see who they're playing really quick. They are playing the Rams on Monday night at home. Well, I mean, there's a chance. There's always a chance. I had them a part of a teaser, but that shit don't matter no more. And here's the wild part. Right now I'm looking through DraftKings Sportsbook. Um, right now they are actually favored by one and a half at home. No shit. The Niners. Yes. The Niners are favored by one and a half against the Rams. Oh yeah, that's right. Duh. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> and it's, and it's weird. I don't get out. it though. I do not get it though. I don't get it. Yeah, I remember on the on the on the Hammertown podcast show we discussed this. We didn't understand why the spread was in the in favor of the Niners. It's not a major industry for the Rams, as far as we understand. So, yeah, that makes sense to us. I don't see any injuries really. Like I'm looking right here. Yeah, I don't see a major injury at all for them. Um, now before we start talking about other things, what is a game that you're looking forward to the most this week? Ooh, well, I'll be honest. Pretty much any game with the Bills is just feels like it's just a big game in general. But genuinely, Bills at Baltimore, that's going to be very interesting. Will the Bills be able to have a, a response game kind of just to show, hey, you know what, we may have gotten the, the nerves get to us a little bit in week three against Miami. Mm-hmm. That's not really us. It's just us now. Or is Lamar Jackson going to continue to prove to the front office of the Ravens that he really is him? And he's gonna go get another MVP to secure the bag. I am that guy. I, I, I'll give two just because I, I I know I know what I want. I, I'm gonna say the 8:30 a.m. Central Standard Time matchup between the <laughs> the Minnesota Vikings and the New Orleans Saints because I want to see the Saints get trounced so bad, so bad. I, I want to see them tank the rest of the season, go for the number one pick in the draft, and that draft pick be a bust, and they go back to being the eights. Man, you just hate Jeff or what? <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. I think Jameis Winston's still MVP. Don't get me wrong. I, I just – this team ain't it. They need a rebuild. Uh, so, you, uh, so you're just saying you, you, you want them to just completely lose outright just so they could just build for the future? Exactly. Exactly. It's going to be hurtful for them, bro. The Saints, they're just the state of Louisiana, man. They just hate having a loser like that, though. I don't know. That's why I love it. <laughs> well, to each their own, right? Yeah. And then also uh, probably the Sunday night matchup between the Chiefs and Buccaneers. I like- was thinking about that, too, but just – the reason why they didn't bring that one up is because TB12 just hasn't been looking himself. But for a second there, there was like thoughts that this game was not going to be played in uh, Tampa this weekend. Oh, but that's right. It is, huh? It is being played in Tampa now. Interesting. 
Yeah, it's and it's still a Sunday night game. Um, I still think it's a it's a cool matchup because it's a Super Bowl rematch in the stadium where Patrick Mahomes got his ass whooped. Facts. I mean, by Tom Brady. Facts. But I, I look, it's going to be good, and also they'll have Mike Evans back, so that's going to make a huge difference. For sure, I think I think definitely looking at that Packers Bucks game, I think Brady definitely missed that that big target he could rely on on the outside. And uh, back on the the Baltimore uh, Buffalo Buffalo game, uh-huh. I will say this for anybody who's paying attention to that game this week, please understand: do not start a receiver in fantasy that plays for any team of the any either team. Oh shit! What's that? It's it's supposed to be raining. Oh no shit! Remember, oh, there's dude, the, I think that favors the Bills. Then, I mean, yeah. not the Bills, the the Ravens. I think that and then the Ravens. think about it, like the the hurricane, well now tropical storm, is heading through there. So no shit. Well, it's not gonna be it's not gonna be that strong by the time it hits over there. It'll just be raining though. It'll be raining. Yes. Oh, dude, I think, honestly, I kind of like the Ravens in that matchup then. I actually do, too. I'll, I'll, I'll take I'll take the... Uh, or at least the spread. I'll take Ravens spread. I'll take the spread. I'll take the spread. Now, uh, I need a rant. I need a... Uh, oh, yeah, go it, ahead, buddy. It, it, it's basketball shit, you know, and it's almost basketball season. We we just had all the media days for the NBA season. I just got my league pass code for buying NBA 2K23. So I have a year of league pass. I'm going to be able to watch every game. That's the crazy shit you bought that, though, by the way. Hey, I don't care. I was going to do it in the first place. <laughs> yeah, that's gangster, though. I love it. But I want to talk about the whole situation happening with Ime Udoka and... Uh, Boston Stafford that where they had a quote-unquote consensual relationship where he still ends up getting suspended for a year. Now, yes, I understand. Yes, it's in their code of conduct that no, Boston employees should not be having uh, consensual relationships. Understandable. But to suspend the man for a year my issue is why keep him on? What point are we going to get across by keeping a man under contract and taking a pay cut when he comes back by keeping him under contract? He's the coach who got you to the NBA Finals, but also, yes, he cheated on his fine-ass wife. And yes, I know who his wife is because I've seen her movies. My issue, again, is going to come back around to the Boston Celtics organization for not telling us what is actually going on. And it's not an NBA suspension. It's a Celtics suspension. Yeah, that's crazy to me. Yeah, the NBA has nothing to do with this. So... At some point in time, we need more info about what the fuck is happening here. This is just as bad as finding out Ned from the Try Guys fucking cheated on his wife with his co with his with somebody he had on staff. 
This is just as bad. And yes, that's some YouTube shit. If you don't watch YouTube, I understand if you don't understand what I'm talking about. But shit. <laughs> Ryan, it's just like it's just like YouTube drama. Yeah, it's literally YouTube drama. This is a guy who was always like, my wife, my wife, my wife. I love my wife. And then he cheats on his wife. What the fuck? Hey, man, it's the ultimate cover. Who would have thought the man who said he loved his wife would actually cheat on his wife? Come oh! games. That's the fucked up part, bro. And to the people who put the female staffers at the Boston Celtics, all their information online, you're a bunch of fucking scumbags. Yeah, that's just wild. Because we don't know who it is. Why would you put all the everybody's information out there like that? It's just, fuck. Yeah, it's just up, at, at this point, fuck Boston, dude. They're also... Your town's a f- bunch of fucking racist, too. Yeah, right. How random. <laughs> it's, it's so wild, dude. But okay, that's my rant on basketball. <laughs> you For won't sure. hear you won't hear more from me until like the NBA season starts. And I do plan on going to a game, a few games this season. So you know, if some people are down, you know, we're always trying to get some game people. Yeah, to man, I'm so. down to go to a. Even though I know my Spurs are like literally like they're gonna try and get the number one lottery pick. Um, I'll be down to go to a Spurs Mavs game. That'd be uh, like I still forget that you're a fucking Spurs fan. Hell yeah, dude. Spurs till I die. Fuck that. Go, Mass. Fuck that. Fuck that. Uh-oh. That's the one thing we're going to be on because I cannot stand <laughs> the Spurs. <laughs> I, can't stand, I can't stand the Spurs. Look, Houston's okay. Whatever. What? Houston's okay compared to, compared to San Antonio? Yeah, no. I'd much rather deal with Houston. Really? I'd rather deal with Dallas. Well, I mean, because we're awesome. What do you expect? Come on. Fuck off. Fuck out of <laughs> shit. I'm Houston now. Shit. Oh, fuck out of here. <laughs> um, now, we do have some uh, college football talk. And, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, we're Big 12 guys until these two teams go to uh, go to the SECs and we'll be all SEC, I guess. We'll be a part of that uh, whole hick town and everything. <laughs> Two of the most overrated programs in college football, man. Get two L's this past Saturday. Texas dropping the ball to Texas Tech. And Oklahoma losing to Kansas State at OU. Ridiculous. You know what made the the Texas loss even worse? That the Tech fans stormed the field in disrespect? No, No, it's seeing a few days later Colt McCoy in the uh, Arizona locker room wearing head-to-toe Texas Tech gear. No shit. I saw a picture. You got to understand, his coach was a quarterback at fucking Texas Tech, and he was also the head coach at Texas Tech at one point in time as well. I don't know that. That's wild. Uh, fucking, fucking Cliff Kingsbury. Fuck you, Cliff. Why would you do that to that guy? He's a Texas legend. That shit's hilarious. That's so wrong. But OU losing at home to Kansas State. Man. Came out of nowhere. Came out of nowhere. I'll be honest with you. Do you know where all their luck went? It went to USC because look how good that program is right now. You know what, man? Lincoln Riley, man. 
Lincoln Riley took his players and went to oh, went to USC. He literally took Caleb Williams with him to USC. That was so disrespectful. That really I'm was. A, this whole transfer portal thing is really changing what college football is. It's like there's free agency every year in college football. And that is the most wild thing. But you know what? Go get your fucking money, dude. Like, seriously. You know what? Go get your money, though. But, man, you know what's crazy? Like, did, did he make his decision before or after that, oh, you decided to go join the SEC? Um, After. Yeah, right. Like, that's crazy. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I think if I was in this position, I would have done USC as well. But, man, to, like, think about, like, SEC football. Yeah. I mean, it's also still the most storied program on the West Coast. Facts, facts. Like, I can't I can't lie, though. Like, that would be lit. Um, I mean, if, if you really think about it, there's, like, there's certain college brands that if you go anywhere and ask people about it, you know, they know what the fuck you're talking about. Right. Like, like Notre Dame, Alabama. <laughs> USC, Texas, Oklahoma, Michigan, Florida, Ohio State, Florida, Ohio State, LSU, L- LSU. I don't know why. Every time I say LSU, I gotta say it with like oh, LSU. All weird shit. LSU. We're gonna go down a bat on rules, Louisiana. Penn State. Oh yeah, fucking Joe Paterno, bro. Yeah, yeah. Agent Michael Parsons, bro. Oh, yeah, Micah and Saquon. Yeah, dude. In fact, did you see that cool graphic where it showed, like, like Micah? Like, what the uh, fuck was that? <laughs> you see that? It's, like, cartoony and shit, like, half their jerseys or Penn State or whatever. Did you see the one with uh, the coach for the Giants and fucking Saquon dancing? What? No. What the that, f- I did not see. What the fuck was that? <laughs> Hey man, I don't know. I did not see it. That's hilarious though. ESPN putting some random ass graphics on the screen. That's what I that's all I see. And yes, we could say it. The most the loudest doink I have ever heard. Fucking Arkansas and Texas AM. That's that was a badass game. And it, it, it didn't doink anywhere. It doinked at the top of the field goal post. I don't think I've ever seen a football doink at the top of a field goal post. I didn't think that was. I didn't think that was possible. Like you know how perfect you have to kick a ball to do that. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I do. Shut up. I, do, it. I, do it, man. No balls, bitch. I will. <laughs> but seriously, though, that was that was wild though. Imagine just to lose a game like that, or like it pretty much just lost a game right there. Yeah, man, and it just like sucks because it happened in Arlington as well. Yeah, Texas yeah. Stadium. Yeah. Damn, dude. Damn, are we still calling that? That's not even Texas Stadium, man. Just, uh, you know, I call it Texas Stadium, but of course, for our listeners, it's AT and T Stadium, Dallas Cowboys Stadium. Dog, yeah, ain't Texas Stadium, man. I, I missed. It's old stadium. school. That's old school, man. And for our old school listeners, man, you remember when Dallas Cowboys Stadium was Texas Stadium? That shit was badass, bro. I went to the last game. Me too. Against the Ravens. No, right? I'm talking about they had a high school game after that bitch. Oh, you went. You literally went to the very last football game. Is what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, you're dumb. It. You're dumb. I went to the last Cowboys game. I feel like that's cool, bro. I've never been to a Cowboys game. All right, what, bro? I'm broke. What do you, what do you mean? You've never been to a Cowboys game? I've never been to. I've never been Dude, able to afford tickets, bro. 
Dude, you could just get a party pass. That shit's like 50 bucks. Bro, I still ain't never been to a Cowboys game. That's crazy, dude. You know, dude, I go to like a Cowboy game a year. One Cowboy also, game a year. I'm I'm wanting to go and then think about this. My birthday is around Thanksgiving, so I'm really trying to go to that giant. Oh, Cowboys I'm gonna be game. I'm gonna be at the game. Hey, join us. I invited Chris too. Bro, let me go, bro. Let's come on. Let's go. It's my and that's I, bro, us, I mean, just that's two days after pass. my birthday, bro. Well, I was gonna say, yeah, man, it's party pass, dude. It's cool. Well, I'll just go as a group. Fuck, fuck Thanksgiving dinner, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Hell yeah, Hell yeah, bro. And uh, last but not definitely not least, the Manchester Derby at the same time as the Saint Vikings. Oh uh, yeah, see, this is the this is when the extra time, the Hammer Time podcast, we turn into some soccer discussion now. Now this is the Premier League. Me and Tony are both big Manchester City fans, so we're both really looking forward to the Derby game this weekend. Oh, fuck United. <laughs> yeah, like, dude, seri- fuck seriously, United. I can't, like, okay. Fuck United, literally. It, somebody asked me, is like, they legit asked me, is like, why do you support City? Because I, and I give them the realest answer I can give them. I was playing one of the old FIFA games. I think the ones that still had like uh, David Beckham playing for Man U. Oh yeah, type shit. Damn. And everybody was a Man U fan, especially with like Bennett, like Beckham being out and da 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 da. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's some I, I respect that. Yeah, they did, and they look, they have a history for a reason. Sir Alex Ferguson, look, as much as I love City, Sir Alex Ferguson may be one of the greatest managers of all time. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. But I chose City because I was like, I need somebody else. Who who was another team? And look, to be real with you, the color caught my eye. The color of the jersey. The color of the Akivo. Same. (laughs) The color of those blue jerseys. Oh man. And that's my it's legit my favorite color. That like baby blue, Carolina blue. It's it's just so right. It's so right. Actually, yeah, I guess for you that makes more sense, huh? Since you're also a Tar Heel fan. I am, a, I am a Tar Heel fan, and you know what? That ain't never gonna change. I think for me, well, for me growing up, I think, you know, I wanted to get into soccer because like my family was into it, or like my grandma was into it, but Spanish. I never, it was hard for me to, yeah, literally though. It was hard for me to like, you know, grab onto a team, but I remember watching the, I didn't know what was going on, but I saw the, on YouTube, like the Aguero goal. Oh, yeah. You know, talking about to win the title against United. Exactly. Yeah. And so, like, from that point on, I was like, dude, this is wild. I want to, I want to follow, I want to follow this team. Like literally, um, and then like, and then like the fact that I attached with Aguero because you know me and him share the first, same first name, Sergio. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just it connection right then and there. I mean, for me, yeah. It, look, it it started with FIFA, and if I had to choose a second team, it would be uh, Real Madrid. Really, and my I, second team would be Barcelona. Ironically, <laughs> man, look, I even though. Like I, I first one I first player I remember watching like he vividly remembering, besides Beckham, was uh Rolandinho. Dude, he was badass, dude. <laughs> Bro, 
That man went to jail and became a G afterwards, bro. <laughs> right, literally, dude. dude. He was an amazing dribbler. Oh yeah. Oh god, ball skills crazy. That's Incredible. like they, that's why he was on the cover of like fucking FIFA Street and shit because they knew they knew. So okay, so in that case, since your second team would be Real Madrid, so what's your what's your opinion on the Messi versus Ronaldo debate? The real questions. The real questions. Uh, Messi's better. Yes, I'm telling you. I'm telling. Hey, man. You know what, Tony? I know that hurts you, but I appreciate you being honest with me. (laughs) It hurts me even more. But I'm like, I'm less like likely to choose Ronaldo now because the man went back to the old, the old staff. Like, I can't stand Man U. And the fact that he plays for Man U. Well, I think for me, dude, just like Messi, like playing with with Argentina, man. They, Argentina looks badass right now, dude. They can make a real run in the World Cup for real. Is he is he is he still playing in the World Cup this year? Yeah, yeah, dude. He's the uh, captain. Okay, cool, cool. Because I was, I from what I understand, is so. And, and Ronaldo's playing in the World Cup as well. He'll be is this going to be Portugal. their last? Is this going to be their last ones? Ronaldo, I think, came out and said it's not going to be his last one, but I think that's but, well, no, 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 actually, no, this will be his last World Cup, but I think, I think he's gonna try playing the Euros the next time. I think this might be Messi's last World Cup. This will be Messi's last World Cup, yeah. Oh my god, okay, and now I'm looking at some game info. It also could uh, be Neymar's low key. Both teams have won four of the last five, even though uh, Man U uh lost the game and Man City drew a game. Um, out of the last five matchups, um, looks like Man City, you know Man City, Man U, Man City draw. The thing about it, though, man, is like some recently in the City United games, or at least like within these past couple of years. Uh-huh. United at the Etihad for some reason is a hard game. I don't know what it is. I really don't know what it is. Ever since I've been watching this team, United at the Etihad is a hard game. For some reason, we play better at Old Trafford. I do not know why that is. It kind of reminds me of like how I feel about like the the Cowboys playing better in Philly. Now the Eagles play better in Dallas. It's just like some weird shit where even the atmospheres are hostile, but we just play better. It's, it's random. I, I, I honestly would have felt way better if the was at United. I actually agree with that. Yeah, yeah it's dumb though. It's dumb, it's, but it's, it's just weird. Dumb. Also, Man City is second in the Premier League standings. Uh, Man U is five. What's weird is I'm looking at this, and I only I recognize another team that sh- I feel like should not be here is Fulham FC. Shut up! Are you Fulham, Fulham is sixth in the in the Premier League right now. Honestly, though, but, like, yo, yo, and shit, like, Brian is four right now, dude. Trust me. Like, the top six eventually will will end up in the top six. It'll well, just be the, a matter of how. If the reason I say Fulham just looks weird up there is because I know their association to the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I know their association with All Elite Wrestling. <laughs> oh, really? No shit. I didn't know that. Yeah, so um, Shahid Khan is the owner of Fulham FC and the Jacksonville Jaguars. No and, and yes, he does own All Elite Wrestling, but he doesn't run All Elite Wrestling. That's that's his son Tony that does that. 
Oh, uh, no kidding. It's it's such a like a small world when it comes to shit like that, but it's just like, yeah. Oh, and look, I'm not going to predict against Man City. Ah, uh, well, I will. I will. I will I not. Think, no, I'm well, not going to do that. I can't I've do heard, it. I've heard some. I listened to some other United podcasts, and apparently, Marcus Rashford and I also believe Anthony Martial are going to be out this game. Oh. That's big for the counterattack of Manchester United. Recently, when they've been getting results, they would kind of try to hit teams on the counterattack, really try to use their speed and athleticism to try to get their goals. Well, if, if those two guys are out, to try to execute that plan is going to be very difficult for them. And so I think for us, they're going to have to try to play more, um, play off of us. They're, trying, they're going to try to counter, but they're not going to be as effective. And I think yeah. because of that, it's going to allow us to – Edge out a win. I think I'll say we will win 2 1. I feel like it'll be scrappy. It'll be close for literally no reason, but I feel like Holland gets another goal and De Bruyne gets a goal to start off the game. And you'll probably get a goal from like Sancho or some shit just because he really is cold. Holland, Holland, Holland. Holland's a big I'll be honest, up because of Holland, I, it's just so hard for me to like imagine us like losing a game. He's, He's just that good. He's, he's so good for no fucking reason. He's the equivalent of like signing Kevin Durant when Kevin Durant was 24. Oh uh, no, he's he's the equivalent of signing Kevin Durant without an attitude problem. Yeah, literally though, like the most focused, energized, like god damn, dude. He's actually you know what? You know what it is? It's like I, literally getting Giannis. Nah, bitch, it's like getting LeBron. But like getting LeBron. Like, which and I'm like, like, and I'm like, I, I'm like, like Miami Heat when he's going to Miami to get a championship. I, I, I say it's like the the second championship, LeBron. Like when he, that yeah, that dude was fire. That dude yeah. Was now, oh, looks like that's all the time that we have for tonight. Now, it, it's going to be a good week in sports and entertainment of all kinds around the world. Uh, no, but seriously, follow us on all of all of our socials. Follow the Hammer Time podcast. Uh, follow Sergio at his socials, my socials. Everything is going to be in the link of the podcast. Like it's going to be when you look at the podcast, you're going to look down at the at the bi- at the bio of the podcast. Every link is going to be there. So yeah, if man, you need a, anything. Follow everybody. Follow, especially follow Sergio. He be he be coming out with bangers. Yeah, man, I'm just mobbing, dude. Yeah, well, if you follow me. I'll be definitely be posting Instagram stuff about Manchester City, the Dallas Cowboys. Trust me, I'm always sports out. And if you follow me, you you're gonna get a mix of comedy, sports, pro wrestling, and whatever else in the middle. Because I don't give a fuck. Fuck yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah, Tony, hundred percent. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, seriously, listen to the Hammer Time podcast because they're going to give you all your uh, weekly numbers on everything in the NFL during this season. If you want to know how to have the best chances of making money off of this NFL season, listen to Hammer Time. I am telling you, that is money right there. But other yes, than sir. that, my name is Tony Lopez. My name is Sergio Gonzalez. Signing out. Peace, y'all. Peace.